0: What time is it? It's Winning With Money time. Coming to you from Northern Virginia, just outside of Washington, D.C., at the headquarters of Fetterman Financial Solutions, welcome to Winning With Money. I'm Mike Fetterman, a Ramsey Solutions-trained financial coach, and I'm your host of this podcast. My goal is to provide you with simple, practical, personal financial education and strategies to help you gain control of your finances so your finances don't control you. You can learn more about me and get a free coaching consultation by visiting and signing up at my website at FettermanFinancialSolutions.com. Hello and welcome back. In today's episode, I'll be talking about investing risks and how to maximize your returns in spite of these risks. I'll do a deep dive on what investing risk is. I'll talk about them in four areas, such as The lack of knowledge risk, stock market risk, your investing portfolio risk, and risk due to scams. There's a lot to unpack here on the subject of investing risk. So here we go. We've all heard the saying, the only guarantees in life are death and taxes. Everything else involves some sort of risk. We take a risk when we get out of bed in the morning. When we drive to work, we take a risk that we could get into an accident. One study I read stated that most auto accidents occur within 25 miles of your home. Well, most of us do most of our driving within 25 miles of our home. There's risk in about everything we do. Most of the risks that we encounter in our world and in our lives today is minimal because we have knowledge on how to handle it. We have experience. We have laws. And there are safeguards to handle risk in our modern day life. You get the point. Okay, what is the definition of risk? It's pretty simple, really. Risk is the chance of something happening that will have a negative effect. And as it relates to investing, your invested assets have a possibility of going down in value. That's pretty much it. Before investing and venturing out into the stock market, You'll need to have a basic knowledge of how risk impacts your investments in the near term and into the future to help you gain potential higher returns on your investments. I'll briefly mention other things to consider such as your risk tolerance and your risk capacity. Let's talk about lack of knowledge risk. This is where we can make a lot of money and lose a lot of money based on our knowledge. This is where it all starts in any meaningful venture in life. Having knowledge. If you're new to investing or just want to learn more about it, I recommend you check out my last episode about getting started with investing. Also, reading investing articles, books, and attending webinars and conferences are all great ways to learn and get your feet wet on the topic of investing. There are many podcasts like mine that share meaningful information, and you should check those out too. Get educated to know what you're doing, and if you need help, There are plenty of ways and resources to get what you need to get started or reorient your investing strategy. I'm going to dig into some history here. As Benjamin Franklin once said, an investment in knowledge always pays the best interest. Okay, let's talk about risk area number two, the stock market. Stock market risk can occur when there's a geopolitical event such as a war or any major terror activity. The Federal Reserve could raise interest rates on borrowing at banks, causing consternation for the markets. Inflation. Inflation concerns can also negatively impact the markets. Bad earnings reports from major companies are a common cause of a downturn in the markets. Unpopular political decisions impacting business regulations could be a negative market mover, such as raising rates. And if our national security is in question, that could also spook the markets. Many of you may remember the stock market crash in October 1987. That was precipitated by a computer-driven trading model that followed a portfolio insurance strategy that went haywire and caused investor panic. For most of us who are old enough, we'll never forget the day of the 9-11 terrorist attacks that sent the market spiraling downward back in 2001. How about more recently, we remember the great recession of 2007 through 2009 caused by the housing bubble. How about the latest one though, just this past year due to the pandemic? These are all examples of what can happen in our world that can cause a downward market. What can you do during these downturns? Well, it's real simple. Stay the course and ride out these negative times by continuing your dollar cost averaging and buying shares on sale. Stick to your long-term wealth building plan. Another way to mitigate stock market risk, you could take all of your assets out of the markets. However, I don't recommend that. The markets are a key generator of individual investor wealth. By taking your money out of the markets, You then take yourself away from gains through dividends, compound interest, and growth. Remember, it's by investing in diversified, growth-oriented, exchange-traded funds, ETFs, and mutual funds, and understanding that it's the time in the markets, not timing the markets, is one of the key drivers of investor success. Another key thing to remember when investing in the stock markets is your emotions. Avoid panic selling when the markets head lower. Don't let fear or greed mess up your long-term plan. By staying with your long-term plan, you will keep your investing strategy on solid ground during volatile market swings. Remember, the trend with the markets in the long-term is up. In fact, the main benchmark I use, the Standard & Poor's 500, also known as the S&P 500 Index, is up an average of 9% year-over-year since 1926. Of course, that doesn't mean it's up every year, because it's not. And we can't expect it to be up for the reasons I stated earlier, but the trend in the markets is up over time. Risk area number three, portfolio risk. What is a portfolio? It is a collection of financial investments like stocks, bonds, commodities, cash, and cash equivalents, including mutual funds and exchange-traded funds that are baskets of stocks and bonds that trade in the markets. A portfolio may contain a wide range of assets, including real estate, art, and other private investments. But today I'll talk about your portfolio as it pertains to the stock market and the risk of being in the stock market. I'll break it down into investment asset risk considerations, tax and inflation risk, sequence of return risk, and risk with your longevity and health. So let's break it down. Some areas of stock market portfolio risk include the stock market itself, as I covered earlier. Another portfolio risk is a concentration of stocks, such as owning one or a few companies or just a company where you work, and generally just not being diversified in large, medium, and small cap growth in value stocks, and having bonds. Some of you may remember the awful stories back in the day in the 1990s when Enron and MCI WorldCom went bankrupt. Many employees lost nearly everything due to those terrible situations. Another portfolio risk is being overweighted in one asset class, such as being invested totally in stocks or bonds or cash. Each one of those situations can give you various types of risk. So say if you're in cash, you're probably making less than the inflation rate. If you're in bonds, you're probably matching the inflation rate, but not making that much more. Or if you're all in on stocks, it might be more risk than you can handle for the growth that you would get. To mitigate these risks, you'll want to diversify your allocations in these asset classes to match your goals, your age, and your risk tolerance. I'm a big believer in investing in the stock markets, and I limit my risk here with ETFs and mutual funds. Like I stated earlier in earlier episodes, I don't buy single company stocks. I go with the baskets of stocks and bonds in various categories and benchmarks. I also look at commodities such as precious metals, oil, and agricultural products. They can be very volatile and risky, but they can offer high returns if you're knowledgeable enough in how to invest in commodities. Tax risk is another consideration to look at with your portfolio. That can also cause a drag on your investment returns. It's wise to invest in your company's tax-deferred traditional 401k retirement account, or 403b, as the case may be, or an after-tax Roth 401k account where your invested assets grow tax-free. Also, there are tax-deferred traditional individual retirement accounts, IRAs, and an after-tax Roth individual retirement accounts, where your investments can grow tax-free. I'm not an accountant, but you want to be careful with taxes on dividends and capital gains when you're buying and selling in your investing plan as well, because that can all add up over time. Another risk that's commonly overlooked in your portfolio is sequence of return risk. This is a risk that can impact new retirees when they've reached that time in their lives when they are withdrawing their hard-earned money all those years from their portfolio for income. If the market is down while you are withdrawing your money from your investments, it could significantly change your retirement outlook. The way to mitigate this risk is to put aside a chunk of your retirement in safe bonds or cash-equivalent assets in order to not be impacted by a sudden short-term or even long-term market downturn That could adversely drain your portfolio. This leads me to longevity and health risk. Yes, your portfolio could take a hit from that too. We all want to live a happy quality of life in retirement, but without proper planning, you could outlive your money or it could be depleted because of health-related issues. The strategy here to mitigate this is to invest early and often, and as much as you can, and at least 15% of your income. And look at all of your options for health care and long-term care and look for your best value at the lowest cost. Risk area number four, scam risk. Scams are everywhere. In an earlier podcast episode, I did a deep dive on scams and how to protect yourself from them. You can check it out at your convenience. Essentially, You need to do your due diligence when making decisions with a potential investment purchase and who may be assisting you with that decision. Some common red flags to be alert to are unlicensed investment salespeople. They make offers that sound too good to be true, and most likely they are. Or you see a risk-free investment opportunities. Nothing is risk-free. Promises of great wealth and guaranteed returns. I would shy away from that. Or you get pressured to invest now. Being asked to pay for investments with a credit card, a gift card, or wiring money abroad to a personal account is a bad idea. Some common types of scams include Ponzi schemes, remember Bernie Madoff, Pyramid Schemes, pump-and-dump schemes, see a lot of those on boards uh, on the internet, and foreign currency trading fraud, just to name a few. How can you combat investment scams and fraud? Ask a lot of questions and research every investment opportunity thoroughly before you invest and check out all investment professionals. You're probably asking yourself, where can I go to do all this? I knew you were going to ask me that. And here's the answer. Go to Investor.gov. This is key, so I'll repeat it. Ask questions and research every investment opportunity thoroughly before you invest and check out all investment professionals at Investor.gov. Another great organization for investors is the Financial Industry Regulatory Authority, commonly known as FINRA, and FINRA can be reached at FINRA.org. This organization protects investors and safeguards market integrity in coordination with the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC, as authorized by the U.S. Congress. Other key areas of investing risk are your risk tolerance and your risk capacity. So let's talk about risk tolerance. It is the allowable risks you are willing to take in your investing strategy that allows you to sleep at night and not worry about your investments and your financial future. There are all kinds of ways to structure your investment portfolio to gain growth without creating undue risk. Risk capacity. Risk capacity is another way to look at risk. In this area, you need to determine how much you can lose with your investment strategy and still maintain your preferred lifestyle, your style of living, now and into the future. To recap, I highlighted investing risk in four areas. Lack of knowledge risk, stock market risk, portfolio risk, and scam risk and I also talked about your risk capacity and your risk tolerance. With all that I've shared with you about risk, you may be asking yourself, why do I want to be in the stock market? Well, here's why. I want to emphasize that to grow your wealth over time, there's no better place than to be in the markets. Remember, as I keep telling you, think and plan for the long term. The markets go up And they go down for all kinds of reasons, as I stated earlier. But the trend is your friend, and the trend in the markets is up. And that's where money is made. I hope you enjoyed my show today and found this information helpful. In my next episode, I'll talk about how to use an online broker for stock, bond, ETF, and mutual fund trading. I'll share with you some of my favorite investing and business shows and market analysts I like to watch and listen to that track the markets and investing. Thank you very much for taking time out of your day to listen to me. Hey, if you like what I'm sharing with you and these ideas are helpful, please share it with your friends and family. This will help me to help others gain ideas to consider for their financial freedom, and it helps me to grow my podcast. I'll catch you back here in a couple of weeks or so. I wish you a great day. Mike's website and related podcasts are provided for general information purposes only and do not constitute accounting, financial, legal, tax, or other professional advice. You should not act upon the content or information as specific advice for your specific situation without first consulting a financial advisor or other professional who provides these specific services. For a free financial coaching consultation with Mike to guide you in your financial situation, you can schedule your session with him by going to his website at FettermanFinancialSolutions.com and clicking on the Schedule an Appointment tab on the menu to find an opening on his calendar, and he'll confirm it with you. Thank you.